Hey, did you know that Two Girls Shooting the Shit is on Instagram and Facebook? We'd love to hear your feedback, episode suggestions, or just chat with you about life. So follow, comment, and share. I love my body. I love my belly. It's so cute. Somebody can rest up on that. Lay your head on my belly and just <laughs> relax. <laughs> oh my gosh, you did. You really did. <laughs> Hey, Em. Hey, Mo. How are you? I'm good. You know, they be trying to test me, but I'm good. Ah, who testing you, boo? Who testing you? Live, live. <laughs> but I got the Lord by my side. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. <laughs> dream team. One team, one dream. How you doing? You are on some next level energy today. Always. <laughs> so, it's February. Happy February. Happy February, because that's all it is to me. It's not Black History Month? I have Black History whole, Life. Whole 28 days. Woo! Yeah. Kids getting maced and stuff. Yeah. Woohoo. What? Kids in, getting maced? What happened? In Rochester, New York, the nine-year-old got maced by grown-ass cops. What? A nine-year-old? Yeah. yeah, I posted it. Check out my stories, girl. Well, anyways, February's supposed to be about love. I'm going to have to look up that story. Now you done messed up my whole everything, little nine-year-old baby. Anyways, yeah. okay, so this today, today, <laughs> to go along with our... Feelings of love and all of that for February. We are talking about how to love how we love our bodies. Yes. If we love our I bodies. I know, I was going to say, wait a minute. <laughs> do we love our bodies? <laughs> I do, I do. It was, a, it was a long road, but I finally do. Tell me about your body, Mo. My body. Mm. My body, I hated my whole life. You know, I'm. I, it's not a regular body, I'll tell you that. I got some... <laughs> Things that are different, you know, big belly, Don't we all? big Girl, belly, um, mainly the belly is, uh, you know, I've had that my whole life and I really hate it. You do it. not have a big belly. I do. You want to see? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it was that and uh, just little things like skin blemishes and things like that where I didn't really appreciate my body. And also I was a fat kid, so people would always come up to me and always would tell me you have such a pretty face you have such a pretty face and I'm like "Mm, thank you I didn't even think that so I was like thank you but you do have a pretty face thanks but but did you receive that as your face is the only thing pretty about you everything else is yeah you know what I mean like a my nails look like tree barks you know stop it toenails don't exist it's just like (laughs) I used to literally think I used to literally think that because of these things, I could never get married or anything like that. Like, I really believed it. And so people would hate it because I would really latch on to things like my 600-pound life. Or uh, remember uh, the woman on Jerry Springer? She was always on, like, Jerry Springer, Howard Stern. She didn't have any limbs. Oh, my gosh. Stop. What? (laughs) What? No, but just... (laughs) Celestine. Celestine. Google Celestine. I think she passed away, but I grew up, like, she was, like, my hero. She ha- she was married with kids, had no limbs. She did everything with her teeth and she rocked it. Oh, girl, what? Yeah, she had like a skateboard or something. Like it was amazing. Google it, Celestine. 
can you please stop? <laughs> so that was like, to me, that was like, there's hope. Like that gave me hope that one day. So I was really bad body image. Just, just an example to tell you yeah, how bad my body so. image was. I think it wasn't until this year, 2020, or last year, 2020, that I actually started to love my body. Yes, girl. There's something yes, magical that happens when you turn 40. It's like you become that auntie, that Jennifer Lewis, that Just, I don't, don't care anymore. Yeah. yeah I don't you literally, mm-hmm. right? It's like you're comfortable in it's your beautiful. own skin. Like I was out here, I had a bikini. I went to uh, Texas. I wore my bikini in the in the dang, uh, what hotel was that? I don't even remember the hotel. Rooftop hotel. Get it. Had my bikini on. And I wish you would say something, boo. I wish yeah. you would. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and no socks or no uh, uh, swim shoes or anything. I had my feet out. I had everything out. Swim shoes. And, girl. you know, it was a grand old time. No one said anything. You know, I just stopped caring and just enjoying my life, living for myself, not living in that fear of people. And I think what it came from was like being a kid and just being bullied. Like I had been to so many different schools and bullied at each school's all, school all over the world. So it was like, wait, you know, I'm the constant. I felt like, wow, there's something wrong with me. That's been consistent. I've gotten all of this feedback. There's something wrong with me. So I never really felt comfortable in my skin. I never really had confidence. And so around 2019, I thought I I had a false confidence. People were like, oh, I love your outfit. I love this, love that. But it still wasn't coming from within. It was like, okay, like, all right, the bullies won. Now that, you know, they like me, I'm okay. That doesn't hold water. I was still beating myself up. And then last year, I don't know. Like I said, something magical happens when you turn 40 and I just... Imagine. I love my body. I love my belly. It's so cute. Somebody can rest up on that. Lay your head on my belly. And just <laughs> relax. <laughs> oh my gosh. You did. You really did. <laughs> Got me some flip flops, some sandals. And, you know, I found a good uh, nail person to do my nails. Uh, a couple of good places in New York. Um, so they were looking popping. Um, yeah, yeah. those have been real nice. Yeah, now I just have it off because I left the gel on too long and it's stuck on my nails and I don't know how to get it off. Um, but yeah, that's me. So right now I'm at a point where I'm happy. You like it. I love it. I love it. You don't have to like it. So <laughs> <laughs> where are you on this journey? This journey? This journey um, of body body image. I It's always that funny thing for me, looking back at pictures and seeing pictures and just remembering how much insecurity I had about my body certain parts of my body I don't know how this is gonna come out like I knew I looked good you know what I mean like does that sound bad I mean I knew I was you know, it doesn't sound bad was, because you you knew in your head you looked good but I think you were trying to be too humble and you really just downed yourself I wanted to punch you in the face well I wasn't trying to be humble but it's just you know uh there's more to me than what was yeah. going on on the outside and I think a lot of people and I think this is where my my feelings and stuff were a lot of people valued my outside and didn't ah, take the time got to you. get to know what was going on inside. Today, I think I'm where you're at as far as like, I mean, I know there's room for improvement. I'm trying to be healthy. Mm-hmm. I focus more on the function of my body. Exactly. Same, same, same. Um, I need it to last a really long time. Um, I feel like <laughs> my body, I feel like, I don't know, something. I, I look at my body and I see different things that I really would have freaked out about years ago. But I can appreciate every little weird thing because it tells a story. Is that weird? It's kind of like things on my, like scars on my body, extra weight here, you know, the boobies kind of sagging. 
they they provided nutrients and food for three beautiful children. Um, so they don't have to be all up on my throat, you know, <laughs> how they were in my twenties. They don't got to be up there. Uh, That's you know, how you got belly. the kids. <laughs> right. Right. I, they're up. <laughs> I can roll them up and put them in my bras. No big deal. <laughs> um, got a belly, you know, I, I had three babies dealing with some health issues now as a result of having babies. So maybe Dang. having some surgery, but, but it's okay. It's all worth it. So, Amen. I mean, but the pandemic situation has really put a lot of people in check as far as like what's necessary, what you could accept with yourself and what was kind of extra, you know, like not being able to go to hair salons, not being able to get your nails done, not being able like in realizing you, you don't need that stuff. Man. Like, yes, I you do. Look, I just shaved my head off, hair off. I didn't know okay. what I was doing. I see. I wouldn't have known. I would if you hadn't said anything to me. I wouldn't have known. (laughs) You know, I see a lot of my friends now. Like they've got pink hair now. You know, they're living the life that they wanted to live, looking the way they wanted to do. People (laughs) are experimenting with things and trying. You know, a boredom maybe brings it about, but. It's like we're finding ourselves. It's like we yes. all got a retreat. We all got our yeah. live, laugh, love, or what's that called? <laughs> oh, my goodness. The dog days. Yeah. Love. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't really like my body that much when I was younger. And now, kind of like what I said a little bit ago about my kids, this is the only body I have. So whether or not I'm right with it, it's it's going to be. So I got to accept what, I, what I'm working with and worry about other stuff. Right? There's so much stuff. I feel like... Because I was bullied as a kid, I kind of lived trying to make myself. So you remember when we met, we you would come pick me up at six o'clock in the morning and we'd go yeah, to the gym. Go run. You would run, girl. Right? You had that I was angry running. Run. And it was so <laughs> funny. To that because, DMX run. <laughs> because it, I would still get offended because people would be like, wow, I didn't know you could run so fast. It's like, what's that supposed to mean? Yeah, you think I can move? <laughs> right? I'm black. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I have a question about that. That shaming. Oh, God. I've seen a lot of ads with beautiful, like, plus-size models in yoga poses and stuff. And they're trying Love to it. break down um, this idea that healthy looks a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, I follow a lot of fitness stuff on Instagram. And one woman was saying, you know, this was my most unhealthy. And she was super skinny. She would, It was like what you would consider to be like a beautiful model type person Mm -hmm. and she was saying the stuff she ate how she exercised like what she didn't eat basically she didn't really eat and then it talked about her at her heaviest where she wasn't healthy then either she was eating for emotions and stuff like that and it showed her current day where she was eating a lot of nutrient-rich foods exercising you know yoga doing a lot of like meditation and stuff and she was right in the middle i mean probably by standards of like bmi clinical bmi she'd be obese Um, Mm -hmm. but she was healthy she was living her healthiest life. You know what I mean? She had a healthy relationship with food, healthy exercise. She just didn't look how we have been instructed. Programmed. <laughs> I'm not using that word. <laughs> but but you know what I mean? Like I, healthy doesn't look like what we think it should look like. I really don't believe so. I don't believe it's healthy to have such low body fat that you're not menstruating anymore. You know what I mean? Like it's not healthy to feel physical pain because you're hungry. I don't think there's a look to healthiness. You know, it's like it's on the inside. So that's part of where the fat shaming comes from, is if you're a little overweight, people automatically assume, or over. I'm putting that in quotes too, overweight, people automatically assume it's because you're unhealthy and you don't care about your health. Also, I was looking at, Instagram has a lot of stuff. I feel like a lot of people are just really sharing their stories and stuff like that. I forgot who it was. But they post something about BMI, and that's what, like, the doctors use, you know, your body mass index, you know, your height, your weight, 
And let's just put that into some kind of a equation and we'll tell you if you're healthy or not. And that, I was surprised to find that it's a very outdated way of determining um, health. I don't know. I mean, for me, I've been all sizes and I have been fat shamed. Like I said, I started getting fat shamed as a kid. That was what set me apart from everyone. And then it was kind of a cycle where I was getting fat shamed by all these people. I would try to diet. Like I remember being like 10 or 11 years old, trying to do Weight Watchers and doing the Slim Fast and the Slim Fast shakes and stuff. That young. Wow. That young. Yeah. And then I really yo-yoed up until I finished college. Like I I yo-yoed in college too. And then I I mean, I I yo-yoed up until now. (laughs) But um, when I finished college, I moved to L.A., and it was something about the energy of being in LA and just the lifestyle that I was I wasn't vegan at the time and I was just eating meat. I was doing the Atkins diet. Mm, so now that. now yeah. it's the keto, you know, it's the same idea. Yeah. Um and so I lost like I'll never forget. It was like two months I lost fifty pounds or something insane in two months. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Like I have my ID pictures, it's so funny, like and you can see next to like when I started in LA and then when I left. Um well, in the middle, because when I left, I was kind of like in a middle ground um, from my lowest that I had gotten while I was in L.A. LA but I do that to you. Yeah. <laughs> but in my mind, I thought, you know, this is what you're supposed to be. It didn't mean anything. I was the same person with the same problems, the same insecurities. I was just a different exactly. size. Yeah, I was yeah. just a different size. And what I, what I realize now, because I can reflect, was it was that lack of self-love. I didn't have that self-love. I was looking for, for it from the outside because they were bullying me all the time. So I needed that validation. I'm okay. I'm okay now, you know? So it took me a long time to figure out, you have to do it for yourself. Like it doesn't work any other way. I'm not small by any means, but it's like, I'm comfortable in my body. You're smaller than me. <laughs> <laughs> for once, <laughs> if I am. <laughs> I feel like we're the same but it's like for the first time I want to be I want to lose weight. I still want to lose weight, but for for health reasons. Like I want to be healthy. I want to be here for the long run. I'm not too sure I want it to be. I mean, I you know, I, if I could get beamed up back to my homeland, I would be great. But, you know, until beam that me <laughs> beam me up. But until then, um yeah, I want to be here. You know, I I want to try to do some positive on this earth and help people in some kind of way. Still trying to figure what, out what that is, but I don't want to die. <laughs> you know, I don't want to like <laughs> eat myself to death. And so it's like, not that that happens to everyone, but if you're emotional, be an emotional eater or overeating or not really taking it, your health into account, there are dangers to that. So I'm not a per- the kind of person to say there it isn't, but also you have to accept that people are different. So we need yeah, to stop we're putting be different sizes, different yeah, shapes. Stop putting our own standards on everything. And I think where I drew the line was these dating apps. Like you can't even put a body image preference. What is that? <laughs> like what? You sent me that, and I'm like, this is not where. What is this world? Like I don't even feel like I live in the world anymore. Like what? Where on a dating app you can't say you want somebody athletic. Or yeah. You want somebody. Um, whatever. I mean, people, yeah, people like what they like. Why should they be shamed for that? So now we're doing the reverse. We're shaming people for not liking me because I'm fat. And I'm a fat person. Like I'm a self-acclaimed fat person. So <laughs> it's like, you can't do that. And I, 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 I am against it. <laughs> I'm against it. Well, I think that's ridiculous. If you like what you like on a dating app, I don't see how that's right. Isn't that human I mean, nature? Is it body shaming? Is that what the 
assortive, isn't it called like assortive mating, assortative mating or something? Or, like it's or it's it's the whole idea of we're only going to let you post your picture. You don't get to tell me about who you are in any great detail. But people looking at your picture can't decide whether or not they want you to show up in their feed. Like, how are you supposed to use the app? Yeah, it's a joke. It's a scam. Yeah, it, yeah, it seems like it. Do you have like to pay for anything with these apps? You, well, what? Today, I'm hoping for a little spring in my step. Okay, Alexa. Groundhog Day. I saw her. I was trying to stop her, but she was already starting. She be um, interrupting right? all kinds of stuff. I put, I put the uh, thing on. Rude. Rude. Anywho. Um, apps. Do you have to pay for these apps? Oh, yeah. So this is, uh, there was an article. I think I sent it to you. If I didn't, I'll send it to you after this. The apps pretty much make you, they silo you into a group based on your demographic, but then they don't allow you to search based on demographic. It's just a, all kind of crazy stuff. What they do is they it's try to put data you, collection. Yeah, it's like data. Said, yeah, it's it. data collection and they want you to pay. But it's like, why would I pay? I have paid in the past. And I think that's when, when I was in that ego stroking phase because I was like, ooh, look at these thousands of people like me on Tinder. Ooh, nobody's writing. You can get all of these matches and nobody's writing you. So I would I never still pay. I never understand. That's I'm thinking about thing. paying for match. Right now I'm paying for Hinge because a friend suggested it. Um, but honestly, I would not suggest that. That has not done anything. Nothing's changed. Um, but I haven't seen Match because you can't even see the people. I feel like Match is the same as all of the other ones. And it's all, all by the same. same company. Yeah, they're all the same company. So sometimes I wonder, is this some kind of scheme to like determine the, the human race and who mates and stuff? Because it's a all huge the- research project. That's a Black yeah. Mirror episode. Did you ever right? see that Black Mirror? Oh, where yeah. They were dating, the, like 36 hour dates or whatever. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. I'm going to watch that again. Right? I love Black Mirror. You introduced me to that. Yes. Thank you so much. Because I think I needed, if I didn't see that, I wouldn't have been ready <laughs> for the current times. <laughs> it's crazy. Black Mirror is crazy. I mean, because it's life now. So I know we're in it. <laughs> right? We're living it. Bodies. We're supposed to be talking about bodies. Bodies. This is unrelated, but I need to say this. Get it off my chest. You can cut it out. But I am oh, so Lord. I am so sick of people saying black bodies. That's another way to dehumanize us. We are not bodies. Yeah. We are fucking people, human beings. Mm-hmm. Now there's a body just thrown on the floor on the ground. I'm so sick of it. I mean, that's how they're treating it, though. Mm-hmm. But black body. Yep. I am. Mm. Okay, bodies. Lizzo, Lizzo, she. Uh, okay. People just uh, have a good time just bullying her for no reason, and she really? has to. See- she has to keep I saying, I love my body. Like, I love myself. It doesn't matter if you... And I think that's But the a, thing is, she shouldn't have model. to say that. She shouldn't like, have to, but... My my thing is, I don't... This is where I'm at. I don't care. Like, I don't care what... So, you know, she's sitting up on her album cover, naked, right? I haven't she seen plays it. A, oh, on her album cover. She's naked. It's like a profile. She's sitting there, just sitting. Love it. I'm not she's sure so what beautiful. she's doing. She's beautiful. And people have reaction. Like, it's it's... I don't understand the reaction to it. I know she's trying to be provo- provocative, obviously, right? Anybody posing naked is trying to be provocative in some way. So good for her. I would never do it. I mean, having <laughs> so been... She, if she could do that, go ahead, girl. Like, I don't care. Having been bullied, like, I know people... Some people are severely disgusted by fat people, and I don't know why. I don't get it. I, just, I don't yeah. understand. Man, What's the problem? Can I Google? Like, I'm not... There's there's not, no anything. I, I, don't, I don't have physical reactions to the way people look. I really don't. I mean, unless you're coming out of a horror movie and you've got like an eyeball hanging out your face. I mean, I don't understand why people are so emotionally and mentally invested right? in the appearance of other people. That's weird. 
Because on the flip side, though, you've got a lot of female athletes mm-hmm. um, who work very hard so their bodies perform at a certain level um, or fitness models who, who look a certain way or trainers, and they get crap, too. You mm-hmm. don't look feminine. You look masculine. That's yep. disgusting. Your muscles. And it's just like, what is it to you? Who cares? This is why I want to start some. Let's start a nonprofit or something. I want to start something for young girls and, and teenagers because if we could get them, it, I shouldn't have had to be 40 years old before I love myself, you know, before I had that level of self-love. Why do we care? I think once it doesn't matter, once you don't react to that, then the world opens up because they don't have any kind of ammunition to use against you. There's no power. There's no power in it. You take you your own it. power. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, yeah. You take your own power. That's some of the issues with like eating disorders too. As I know a lot of it is, is, isn't even about the physical. It's about control. Like this need to control your life. And I, I, I can, I can um, identify with that with a lot of the anxiety issues that I've been working through. And I've had bouts of, of, I'm just not going to eat. Like, <laughs> and I just, you know. Oh, like you want to talk about, you want to talk about the snack plates or is that TMI? <laughs> Oh, I'll just talk about what we used to do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is terrible. This will just show you what what women do sometimes. To, like, we used to get all kinds of food after, like, meetings and stuff. The food service people would come to our office and bring all the leftovers, bagels, salads, brownies, cookies, any sandwiches. Corner like, bakery sandwiches. Yes. Oh, my God. Just amazing food, right? And we literally didn't have to get up and get it. They would just wheel it on over to our offices. And so for a while there, we would eat it. I mean, we'd take, <laughs> chew it up and then spit it out. Um, that's some disordered eating. Right. For sure. And we thought it was like, we were like, we thought we had found a hack. We were yeah, like, we could yeah, taste like, it. we could taste it. We don't need the calories. Yeah. It's, it's not bulimia because we didn't swallow it. We yeah. Just chewed terrible. It. Terrible. Um, terrible. God. <laughs> and... And uh, I have a friend <laughs> who um, uh, we we went on like a fitness journey together and like would like talk to each other daily about our exercise and our diet and things like that. And it was it was nice to have a support system. But it's funny. Um, something she would do is she would, you know, be eating a muffin or something and um, just like throw it on the floor. Oh, I can't eat it now. It's been on the floor. You know, like when she re- realize, hey, I'm eating too much. Mm-hmm. The things that women do. And I don't think men have to do this. This is another. I think they do. I listen to I listen to some Uh, uh, men uh, podcasts, and they have a lot of body image issues that they don't feel safe. Yeah, they don't feel safe talking about. So that's the thing because they keep it all inside. Um, But yeah, they have it too. I've seen everyone else. um, Yeah, like in the wrestling community, uh, Mm -hmm. a lot of weight. I mean, because their whole uh, sport revolves around weight, weight loss, weight gain in quick amounts of time. Um, so that's the only time I've really experienced men having weight issues. I mean, I know when men are, are overweight, there can be, you know, emotions surrounding that, which aren't dissimilar from what women feel. You know, I just feel like a lot of times, um, people aren't looking at men like that. Like you can be overweight and still attractive. Yeah. Because Uh, they don't really go by looks, you know, whereas like for a woman, if you're a little overweight, like that's already, you know, knocks you down a couple notches. Yep. Doesn't matter how beautiful you are, how smart you are, how funny you are. That's Unless you a got a thing. lot of money. Yeah, but that's that's a weird thing though. Is like a uh, sense of humor will make almost any man attractive. Amen. <laughs> like, I don't know. A what quick that's wit about, and a sense of humor. Yes. Ooh, <laughs> you can make me laugh. 
speaking of men, like what, uh, we're talking about bodies, we're talking about men. What, what, uh, what, what are you attracted to? Uh, I don't know. You have a I'm type? attracted to, oh, I almost choked. Um, oh, I'm my. still trying to figure really? out, <laughs> I'm still trying to figure it out, but my type is like a Viking, and I have no idea why. <laughs> I don't know if it's some stuff I watched, uh, when we talk about great New, Newfoundland as a kid, I don't know, but that's my a type. You ever, you ever watch a uh, real tall? Uh, what, explain mm-hmm. it. Just describe the physical. Just like real body. burly guy, you know, looks like he's been you out in the snow masculine. all day. Yeah, in the snow all if day. If you watch, uh, if you watch New New Orleans, uh, what is it called? Uh, Southern Charm, New Orleans. Jeff, the crazy guy who runs. Like, I have to look it up. He has no emotional. Had no emotional uh, intelligence. Like runs off and like in the middle of arguments and things like that and like serial dates anyway he's really cute that's like maybe he's polyamorous okay i wish because he just got married oh (laughs) (laughs) so you like vikings uh yeah that's something that i had to come to terms with i actually like i like everyone we talked about this already but yeah i've dated every continent um but i really like yeah look at you every every continent and I have. I'm here for it. I'm here for everybody. I would like to date more um, people, you know, but they're not <laughs> open because there was a OK Cupid did a report, you know, and they did it again. I can't tell you when they did it. It was several years ago, but then they repeated it, and the results were the same, where black, black women were at the bottom. So pretty much yeah. no one, no one wants black women. And it's like, do I live in that? Like. I can't live like that. If I live like that, then I might as well just give up now and just never even try to date. I feel like that's but, such a, um, I don't know the word. Why do I have no words anymore? <laughs> but I, I don't a, either. I'm inarticulate at this point. Uh, that's not a specific, I mean, it's a study, sure. People are being um, surveyed, sure. But I think, I don't think that people date you because you're black or because you're not black. But... <laughs> Time out. Are you putting deodorant on right now? Yeah, girl. <laughs> Get some that body. Vegan. Yeah, rosemary and mint vegan. Uh-huh. Hi. But yes, that's what like that's what bothers me, and I think that's like when we were talking about the poly stuff. Like, I don't have a problem with poly at all, but it was just like I'm sick of being objectified. It seems like people will be happy to to try to use my body in whatever kind of way, but I'm not interested in that, and no one has access to my body. It's mine without you know my consent and i think they just immediately i hope so i think they just immediately you know like you've seen it like a hey hot chocolate or hey uh come sit you know i'm gonna say what they say you know but just like i'm a human being one guy one pro tip okay this is one of mo's investigative tips okay i'm giving this free advice come to my ted talk (laughs) a guy was really nasty to me and like basically like offering himself to me and he had a, like a suit on in his OK Cupid picture, so I took a screenshot of it, and I did a reverse Google image search. See how LinkedIn and or something. His LinkedIn profile came up, and I addressed him by his full name, and I said, "Did your mother raise you to speak like that?" And you know, so I, you know, so I'm like that little scare, you know, like if I could just scare him just a little bit, because I think they yes. think there's some anonymity. There's no anonymity, and I think that's the problem with people. That's how people, people are. Yeah, that's how people are able to get shamed. If you live your truth, it's hard to get shamed because you're going to be yourself on either way. So, but he was out here being offensive and doing uh, just being completely offensive and saying something that he would never say to me in public or in person. This is the world in which we live. So I so as a black woman, I can say like 
that is what I've seen, and I've seen it at all sizes. Personally, do you think I'm that's mostly... something that you are getting because you are a black woman? I don't know. I'm black. I mean, that's my experience. So no, but I'm just saying, like white women, are they? I'm sure they're getting the same nasty, nasty. Uh, a, a lot of a lot of unless white it's women like said, chocolate, some some. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That that hot chocolate kind of stuff. Um, but shock? yeah, Ooh. but a, a, yeah, a lot of my white friends say they, you know, they get some jerks or something like that but they don't really get it stuff like that they they're always amazed when i send the screenshot of things and like wow yeah so it's just like that's disheartening but you got to keep going it you know it only takes the stereotypes too what black people are hyper sexed hyper yeah like yeah and if you want to get real into it like i i started thinking maybe it's because of slavery we had no say over our bodies Anybody had access to it, and we had no control over our own children. Our children became slaves or house slaves property. or whatever. Right. Property. That's or why maybe I told if they you were lucky. when I found out that my grandma, my great grandmother, was the product of a slave and a slave owner, a master. Mm-hmm. That's why I had weird feelings about it. Because I'm like, it, I mean, are we coming from a line of rape? Like, is that we where, are? You know. Um, That's why all just, black people just, in America. Yes, and it I just mean, like, it just put a face to it in my family. You know, you hear the stories, you hear about, you know, Thomas Jefferson and his, his, uh, what's her name? Yeah, a child. And then, and then Strom Thurmond, the racist Strom Thurmond. And his daughter kept her silence his whole life. That's crazy. And he, that was, that was rape also, I believe. This is turning into a whole, I like this better than bodies, let me just say. Yeah, man. I saw um, another Instagram post and (laughs) it was saying, You're looking at everything but my stories, it seems. Slavery is white history. How we survived it is black history. Um, and I think that we need to be very intentional about how we speak about black history, what mm-hmm. is black history, and just be more mindful of, I mean, it's more than just slavery and having a dream. You know what yeah. I mean? There's like, we've talked but about But that's, that's the way you control a population, that's, you know? You're but nothing. But I mean, every, every single, I mean, mm-hmm. slavery, I love the way they said that. Slavery is not my history. It's not black nope. history. It is the history of white people in this country. Mm-hmm. So know that it is your history. Chattel slavery. Yes. How how black people rose above. Mm-hmm. How black people learned to work within a society that was, I mean, keeping us at Jim Crow. Right. You know, all, all these lynchings and just right. police brutality. And, all, and, all and we're all stuff. the same. That is our history. Right? That is our history. We've done so <laughs> much. Like, can you yeah. imagine? Like, like, they always say, I love that analogy where they're like, imagine having like a whole slab of... 50 slabs of concrete and running a race. Like we live, we have so much against us and especially as black women, we have so much against us and yet still we rise. Okay. Oh, Hey, don't, <laughs> don't get me started. But it's hard. And I so, love my Angelo. I, I don't love know anything her. about her. I should do some. Yeah, girl. I don't know anything about anybody. I read I'm that stuff. You her poetry. Yeah, send me some. That's my favorite book of poetry. Is my Angela? I have a collection of her poems, and she's. You know, one of the things that made me feel confident in myself, in my womanhood, is her poem "Phenomenal Woman." Yes, I'm sure you've heard that one. Yeah, of course you have Um, to. Yes, and and I printed it out. I framed it. I remember uh, this is whack when I met you. Um, I framed black when you met me. (laughs) It was um, in my twenties. I had I had it printed really big and framed it and put it up in my room. And I looked at it every day, you know, Black History. Yeah, the Black History love. Month, month of love, and the month of nine-year-olds getting maced. I guess that happened in January. 
<sighs> I, still, I still can't believe that. I can't think about. I mean, I have children. I have a seven-year-old. You better stay light-skinned. But I mean, just to think of, just to think of what is happening to these kids. And to think that could be my daughter. I mean, my daughter's seven. And it's just by luck, you're born to look a certain way. By luck, you, you're born to live in a certain place. And they, But they're children. But there has been consistent studies that show people lack empathy for little black girls. Mm-hmm. And black children overall. And I just don't yeah. understand it, you know, as someone who was a black girl. You know, like, it is true. It is true. Like, I remember speaking of bodies. I remember there was like a an administrator at one of the schools I went to back in the day who said the black girls, you know, they didn't get in trouble for the three inches or whatever because they look better in the short shorts. And it's like, who says that? And at the time, I thought that was great. I thought that was funny. Well, because you didn't know. I mean, yeah. you were a child. Yeah. And to you, that may have sounded like a compliment. It wasn't to me. But oh, yeah. but as yeah. a child yeah. and as someone in the category that, yeah, exactly. that they're complimenting, you're like, oh, oh yeah, we, we, we do we look were good. Like, we, we were laughing. Yeah. We loved it. Yeah. And it, it's like I said, I grew up in the South where kids were like, you know, 11 years old, pregnant and stuff like that. So unreal. unreal. And it's like, how do we break these chains? Because we're still in these chains. So is this episode about bodies or what is this episode about? I don't know, girl. So it's just talk shooting the shit. Bodies. Damn. Bodies. I, I actually like when you talk about stuff and it evolves into something else, you know. It's yeah. Like, it's just yeah. authentic, you know. It's not like this, mm, bodies, skip the bodies. Give me body. Oh, that's my belly <laughs> jingles. Jingle, jingle. Well, yeah, but look. Look at it. Look at all that. Look at it. Ugh. And ain't no babies came out of that. <laughs> not a nan baby. <laughs> I feel like when you get older, things change too. Everything is changing. Um, I want to be like. The texture of my hair is different. Oh, it looks beautiful. Um, but it's it. different. Send you what? Yeah, just send me some her. My hair growing up uh, looked like Moana's, let's say. Ooh. <laughs> it was long and curly and soft, and now it's tighter curls and the texture, like it's more coarse. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think as anybody will attest to, gray hairs are the most stubborn things in the whole wide world. Yeah, we've had um, them forever. <laughs> yeah, so there, it's. I mean, it's that's a whole other issue. Skin. Yeah, is, my skin is just dry. I'm dry, these days. dry. Yeah, yes. what the heck? Oh, speaking of, no, put this lotion on. I put that lotion. I stay lotioned up. Right, you got to keep it right by your side. <laughs> not trying. You can't be ashy. That's one thing, you know. I mean, I don't black mind people, actually. Black people out there know that. I don't <laughs> mind can't be out in these streets actually. for aesthetic uh-uh. reasons, but then for the cracking, man. Ooh, no. no. The cracking. Now, that's the cracking. You can't be. You can't be ashy in the streets. You can't have people seeing your ash. <laughs> you can't be ashy, ashy out here in these streets. <laughs> you can't. You can't. <sighs> one time I was running out of the house and I got on the subway and I looked down. I had like some leggings on and boots or something and it had that little gap. And oh my God, uh-huh. it was so ashy. Ashy. Ashik. <laughs> oh, as soon as I get out the shower, I slather head to toe lotion. Right? I have different lotions for different parts of my body. That's smart. Yeah. Well, my face. and um, Yeah, I do. I do too. Yeah. But I have special booty lotion. I have special yeah. lotion for my legs, for my arms. I have, I have to have foot lotion. I got smelly lotions for my hands. Same. Coconut Fir- oil, black firming, seed oil. Firming lotions for, you know, the parts I need firming. Do um, they work? All kinds of stuff. Your arms look uh, good. No, they, they don't. look toned. Yes, it um, thank you. Remember, Great. you used to tell me if anybody gives you a compliment, say thank you and move yeah, on. Yeah, so but when you lie in straight advice. to my face, I'm a. I'm I don't a have to lie, girl. Your arm looks good. <laughs> Send me that arm. 
Ain't nothing shaking. That just looked like a strong arm. <laughs> yeah, all the oils, everything. But you know what? That's, it's something that happened naturally. Like I've been experiencing these things and I think there's some wisdom that comes with aging because I've been experiencing these things. Absolutely. And as I, as I read books, they're talking the same stuff. And I'm like, oh, I already knew that now. Cause it's like, <laughs> thank your feet for walking you every day. You know, like I thank yeah. your body for getting you up. And it's like, yeah, I do that. Like, I'm so grateful. Like, I'm so thankful. It's not like, I hate you. Like, like it was for all my whole life, you know? I, uh, I always think about this. Um, cause I went to law school later. I started law school at 29. We um, both did. Right. But I'm just saying like the, the kids, the the kids, really? My husband's a kid. The people in law school <laughs> at the time that I was there were younger than me. You know, they were like seven years younger or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw some of the girls going through stuff, dating and, and stuck in some behaviors that I had been in in my 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember having a conversation with somebody about like, hey, like you don't need to do X, Y and Z. Like you're fine. You know, after a breakup, you're fine. You're good by yourself. You, you know, you got this, this going on for you. Just sit with it. Be by mm-hmm. yourself. You don't need to be quickly jumping from, da, 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 you know. She was trying to fill something after a breakup. Yeah, was, of course. Uh, again, the code Cereal, of that whole yeah. going, no, going from, I mean, literally going from dude to dude. Um, yeah. She didn't have to do that. Like, you know, but just in that, and that was just an example. But like, I feel like now looking back, there's a lot that I would tell my younger self or that I would tell younger girls so that they can know. I feel like I didn't have like a an older mentor same uh, type figure to tell me things tell me about my value tell me about my worth tell me about girl wrap your hair up when you go to bed and i put that bonnet on <laughs> you didn't do all that work to straighten your hair for no reason yeah. you know stuff like that um what are some things it, your mom told you one of the things body related too that my mom used to say to me all the time i remember being at target with her and i had on shorts and she was like i don't know i was very self-conscious i didn't want to join the swim team because i didn't want to be in a bathing suit I didn't want to call my business out, right? I I didn't Um, join soccer because I didn't want to get weighed and you had to get a physical. Like, wow. Right? Well, I mean, I was, I was very athletic. Um, I played volleyball, basketball and track. So like sports year round, but I didn't want to swim because of the bathing suit. Like I just didn't want it, which is stupid. God, if I had the body I had then, I'd be walking around naked all day. Right? Um, Right? But my mom told me, she's like, you know what? And, and, and it's funny because my mom's pretty conservative um you know catholic filipino uh conservative about uh these types of things but she said flaunt your body while you have it wear the short shorts yes, you know it's girl. not gonna, and she used to tell me it's not going to be like that forever so while you've got it you know show it off don't worry but you know i mean obviously within reason but that's something i wish i had done was enjoy my body more while i was young not that i had to be you know i think like you did you might not outfits. think you did but you did i i got pictures <laughs> yeah well that was that was that I think I was stepping into my realization of that, you know, mm-hmm. and I was living on my own finally and free to do that, free to dress how I wanted to dress. But this was like, you know, in adolescence. Oh, yeah. You know, don't be ashamed of your body. It's changing. These are things I'm trying to think of for my daughter, you know, as she's yes. getting what to Please. tell her so she yes. doesn't feel shame in her body. Break these generational curses. Yes. Well, I and think whatever I can things, do, too. A lot of things are shame inducing during your adolescent years. Like, is my body supposed to do that? Am I supposed to? be growing here am i supposed to yeah get hair here smell this way yeah all of those things and i don't i don't want her to feel any shame in her body everything is beautiful and same with the boys times yeah the boys too and that's the thing don't don't sleep on the boys because they need that Mm -mm. same stuff people think they don't but they do 
Hey, do you have any tattoos? I have one tattoo that I got when I was 18 after going to Applebee's because that's what you do in the <laughs> You went to Applebee's and got a tattoo. Okay. Yeah, I was like, I'm 18. Like, I'm 18. I'm going to get a tattoo. And I didn't, I was like, I don't really it, have a lot of money. What's it um, Well, it's pretty much gone now, but yeah. Can you see? What do you mean pretty much gone? How's it gone? I know you have a tattoo I'm just talking about. I know you got, what, it's a rose? Yeah, it's a rose tattoo that, that I scratched off. So it's just like a little outline of a rose. You scratched it off? I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't follow the instructions. And so I left the gauze on it. And then I just uh, rubbed it off, like in my sleep. Yeah. I don't even had know what the, that is. Because I put like the back trace in or whatever, whatever that stuff is. Okay. What about you? Any tattoos? Kind of you I have, have any tattoos? Just one? Oh. I have one. Just one. I want more. And this is this was a bad decision. Um, I was feeling extra girl powery after a breakup. Yes. Um, and so I got the Chinese character. This is the kanji symbol, which is like I'm not Chinese. My I don't rice even porridge? know that you got some rice porridge. Kanji. <laughs> mm, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. Um, of uh, the symbol for strength, and I got a tramp stamp. So it's on. Uh, it's on the my lower back. I squealed like a crazy person the entire time, and she was oh, like, "Really, wow. you're getting strength." Right, tattooed on you, and you make it all this noise. She's like, "Real, I'm not gonna finish this if you can't pull it together." But I have a couple more tattoos I'd like to get. Uh, yeah, I want a sleeve. Like, I want double sleeve. Oh, dang! And I really want it to be like thoughtful and vegan because apparently there's like lamb oil or something or sheep oil or something in the ink. So it's like it has to be vegan and it has to be thoughtful, and it it will tell a story. So it's basically a body mural. But it's like speaking of body, I will only get it when I have guns. Because okay. I want I want my sleeve and my guns. Oh wow! I have two. I want to get be still, and we uh, talked about that yes. before. That's just a, a reminder, just to be still and to think Amen. be okay no matter what. And I want one um, here that says uh, on your bicep phenomen- phenomenally. Um, I have a shirt. I'm telling you that phenomenal woman. That was like that poem builds me up when I need. I forgot to, that word. You know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> So I have a shirt that says phenomenally and I just, I, I love that shirt. And I was like, oh, well maybe I should just get it, you know, tattoo there. I always thought about doing something for my kids, but I feel like that's kind of. I'm just so glad I didn't get a tattoo when I was younger because when I was younger, I was so depressed and I wanted a Sisyphus You were 18. Tattoo. What are you talking about? That's no, I, I mean, no, I didn't get this tattoo. Uh, I wanted a Sisyphus tattoo. Are the you familiar Sisyphus? with Sisyphus? No. So Sisyphus was punished. And so his thing was he had to, his punishment was rolling a rock up a hill. Oh yeah, the rest yeah, yeah. Of his okay. life, you know. So you wanted that? Oh no, right? Because I felt like the life wrong had stuff no, out there, right? Exactly. I'm so glad I didn't do it. I was like, this is life. It has no meaning. All we're doing is just rolling it rock up the mountain, <laughs> and then forever, forever having that reminder. Right? Can you amend, imagine and that, that mentality on your body? Yeah, right. I'm so glad I didn't do it. Got to go to therapy. Ooh, okay. Nice talking. Well, enjoy. Thanks, Boo. Love Bye. Ya. Love Bye. You too. Bye. Thank you.